What's going on, y'all? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. A very beautiful day in the neighborhood. So beautiful right now that it's time to bring on my beautiful friends. We're going to start the day off with Chaotic Blaze. What's happening, Blaze? Hello. <laughs> I was trying to be smooth with it. I was turning on something on my laptop. What's good? Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, my friend. Week number What's two for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? This is this. These are officially where they start. So you know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, uh, Chaotic Blaze for getting down with us. You know, I, that was a, a, a nice little rendition of music that you shared with us last week. How, how are you feeling? Thanks. Uh, I'm feeling good. You know, um, it's it's really great to have the opportunity to talk about these songs in depth and just have yeah. a, a real, you know, convo about just music in general. So it's, it's a little bit outside to what I'm used to doing, but it's also refreshing. So. Yeah. I, I really appreciate uh, both you and, and um, Bruce for putting me down, you know what I'm saying? And keep it going. Huh? Okay. All right. Well, speaking of brother Bruce, Bruce is right here. What's up, brother Brucey B? What's up? With, oh, man, oh, look at, oh, do you hey, see this hey. guy, Blaze? Do you see this? <laughs> this dude comes in here with the farmer's almanac in here with us, man, Shit. telling us it's going uh, to rain next year <laughs> this time. What's up with you, Bruce? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Good, good to be here with y'all. Uh, beautiful, beautiful weather. You know the uh, the vibes are just right this time of the year. Everything's the, the the sun the sun is out. The the weather is warm. Everybody's feeling good. You know, That's coming right. out of uh, a hibernation in in a, in a certain sense. You know what? I want to shout out. Uh, I want to shout out Blaze's shirt because that Stevie Wonder's hard, man. Look at that mustache on Stevie, man. <laughs> yeah, looking hard, like a young like we Andre Benjamin. Talking. Go ahead. I said, looking like a young Andre Benjamin on that shirt. Word. Oh mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. Um. Shout out. We were just talking about um DJ Spinner's event right. here in LA. Um, celebrating everything Stevie Wonder. Wonderful. Yeah. Such a dope, dope event. And I wish, I hope it comes back. I know given COVID and all this stuff, um, yeah. we'll see. But fire event. And that's where I got this shirt. So shout oh, out to the wow. people printing them. And you know what? I want to shout out this shirt because uh, one of my in real life friends, um, she goes by the name of, um, I don't even know her instinct. Oh, it's on here. The Sacred Alchemist. She has this shirt. And um, shirt says, sorry, but boundaries. And um I think that's very, 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 very cool. So I, I, I always try to support my real life friends, man. Just show them, you know, anybody, man. If either one of you guys put anything out, I, I try to support people, man, just because uh, people need to see people who they know and love support them. So shout out to you, Monica. I appreciate this. You know what I'm saying? As soon as you posted it, first thing you saw was that PayPal coming from Daryl. So I'll be purchasing more of her things but i think this is really cool and i want to get that the, the hella dope uh, uh from from your friend I, I i was looking on her things to try to see if i could find some man things on there <laughs> oh bongo rock yeah <laughs> i mean i don't think she's making anything i mean that was more of a present and something that she okay. created but she has made t-shirts in the past but yeah she she's a b-girl slash makeup artist i have a lot of dope which, what, what were you calling them? In-person friends? Real life friends? Real, real life friends. Real man. life friends. <laughs> I like that. Real life friends. Yeah, yeah, man. So shout out to her. How do y'all brothers in LA always wear sweatshirts, man? I never understood that. You know well, what? It's not hot. Like, 
like the south because there's no humidity out here so it gets pretty like as soon as the sun starts to go down you could definitely be in the 60s easily and then you you're cold and you're assed out because you have a t-shirt on <laughs> last night perfect example yesterday yeah. it was damn near 90 degrees yesterday all day yeah. i get yeah. um i decide you know what i need to go to the ocean i want to clear my mind i just want to write you know a little bit and i get to the ocean and it's 59 degrees you know so i mean it was just that much of a thing so i always keep a some kind of sweatshirt or a hoodie in the car man you know just in case because you know anybody really you watch my stories i'm always at the ocean um i just it's purifying for me and um you know it centers me so yeah i needed that i needed that man but uh yeah that's how we do it come and there's your and answer tasty. bruce why yeah, you need a tasty. sweater <laughs> in la learn something, new. learn something new maybe i'll bring a sweater uh with me next time i head out to la you should oh. and shout out to everybody who's watching the show um Thank everybody last week for your for the interaction. Remember, this show is 100% interactive, so you could always type. You can always chat with us. We chat back. We don't bite. Um, and, you know, thank you guys just for getting down with us. Um, you know, whoever wants to go first this week, you can. My mind is just somewhere else, y'all. You know, uh, yeah, things happen in life, and, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, so Blaze kicked us off last week, so I'm, I'm going to kick us off this week. All right. Um, so I guess it's kind of fitting that um, I spoke about L.A. for a moment because the first artist I'm going to be playing, he's not from L.A., but while he, when he started his American recording career, or I, I can't say American recording career, when he came to the U.S. to record, um, L.A. was uh, the spot where he you know, made some amazing music with uh, some amazing artists. Uh, like Leon Ware, uh, the group Chicago, and, uh, and a handful of others. And I am talking about uh, Brazilian Brazil's own Marcos Valley. Uh, this is a 1960, I think it's five album for Warner Brothers Records, Brazilians. Um, it has a bunch a bunch of songs that were featured on other albums over the years of his and these are mainly instrumental takes on those tunes so i'm gonna come off first with the track batuki batuki is refers to drumming um like a i don't want to sound like a like i don't understand but um what's the word uh Batucada. Batucada is like a is like Brazilian uh, uh, rhythm, dr- drum rhythms. Um, it's like a a, a more more Afro centered version of samba, I guess, so to speak. Um, just heavy on percussion and and poly rhythms. And so batuki um, is like a noun, I guess. Uh, but forget all the linguistics. Marcos Valley <laughs> and his music. So this is Batuki.
Kosvali and Batuki. Um, and also another uh, one of my most favorite times in my life really was the last time I was in LA. It was actually to see Marcos Valley perform for the uh, Jazz is Dead concert series. They had, they brought up um, a bunch of, a handful of Brazilian legends to perform. And I uh, got to see Marcos right there front row, right in front of his hands playing the front of Rose, man. Um, got to meet him the evening before. And, he did a nice little uh, in-store at the Artform Studio, a little interview session. And just an amazing man, had an amazing career in music from the early 60s all the way until now. He's 76, 77, still looks young, um, and he's still full of youth. Marcus Wilder. I like that last album he dropped also. Um, that last album was pretty, that joint was banging, man. Yeah, man, he's um. Like you I have said, that on in your collection, huh? Yeah, I'm actually sitting right next to it. Let's see if I was gonna try to pull it out smoothly, but I'm not too smooth, as you can see. If y'all don't tell me this don't look like Bruce. <laughs> oh man, come on, man! I love that album, man. Yeah, so yeah, got his autograph on the back. Look nice. at you, man. Stun on them, man. Soldier Boy, stun on them, baby. Yeah, you know what's so funny to me sometimes when the uh when in your mind before you actually know what an artist or musician looks like um and you're just listening to their music and you just mm. have this this idea set in your mind and then when you see them <laughs> you're like oh all right like because when i look at that album cover i i swear right. to you <laughs> so so marcos his family's uh originally from uh germany his parents are from Got germany it. um and they moved to brazil at some point so you know Yo, he was ready for that, Daryl. He was like, "Yeah, uh, you know what I was Gary. You know, <laughs> you 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 spoke my mind because you already know what I'm thinking." Like, yeah, yeah, you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it. What's up next with you, Blaze? What you got going on? All right. Um, actually, okay. um, last week when uh I played Odyssey's Native New Yorker. Bruce had mentioned something um, when I was going through my record collection. I was like, you know what? I am. I'm actually going to play this. Sample material right here. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dr. Buzz's original Savannah band. <laughs> you did mention this. And, uh, and it's actually dope that you did mention it because I have it. Ha ha. Um, but funny, funny story, not funny, but you know, most people know that, um, a couple of tracks come from here. This, the one I'm actually going to play sun shower, it was also sampled with ghost, um, MIA sampled it as well. Um, but there's a lot of hip hop history in this band who uniquely has such a unique sound. I mean, I don't even know how you would describe it. It's like big band meets like some, some Afrocentric hints with uh, like classical. It's like a whole bunch of shit combined with yeah. this album. Um, with that being said, with the the song I'm gonna play, Sun Shower, it's actually a song I used to make my first beat wow. back in the day uh, when I was experimenting with stuff. And like I had mentioned as well, uh, it's you know popular with us hip hop heads with uh, Ghostface.
When you're listening it too loud, the raindrops are serious. Sample material. That was hard, man. I like the child in the background singing. <laughs> Who's that child? <laughs> Sunshine. Ghost, ghost, uh, ghost showers is is the jam. I, I love the album that song. That's probably that's one of my favorite songs off that album. And you know what's funny? Um, Chez Chez La Femme and Sun Shower are back to back on this album. And those are two samples uh, uh, Ghostface has used. So I have to revisit that album. I think too. I had to revisit that album because I'm literally that's one album that was given to me by a relative that I never even touched, to be honest with you, until just now. And I'm just thinking, like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> that's nice, nice. Wow. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, you just woke me up to something. Well, um, I'm kicking off with uh, a little group called Champagne out of uh, Champaign, Illinois. And normally I like to play a song on here called uh, On Fire because, oh, my God. We'll save that for another, for a couple of weeks down the line. But the song I'm going to share with you right now is called Whiplash. Um, just a danceable treat for your ears so uh hopefully i get to see you guys out and about soon and you best believe i'm trying to give you some whiplash <laughs> to you next to you i want to get next to you next to you next to you i want to get next to you next to you next to you i want to get next to you next to you next to you Thank you. 
there you have it. All right. Just I'm feeling bur- that. Brilliant little groove, you know what I'm saying? A little something just to get the party started, you know? Now, Whiplash. was that before or after uh, um, oh, Rick James' three songs album? Because that sounds like... Similar. It, it's around the same before time. These are all around the same time. This is 81, so it's all around the same time. Everybody was all doing the same thing, you know. Um, and Champagne, were they produced by somebody? Like the first album by Earth, Wind, Fire, or uh, um, by uh, Verdine White? Did he produce? I don't know. We have to uh, talk to Brother Google, and um, he'll have to <laughs> let us know on that one. I'm not going. I'm not even going front. I don't know um, enough about that to even speak on that. Um, you would be more of the scholar of this show, and I am more of the free spirit. Oh, bless the Lord. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know that one, but um, we definitely can look into that to get more information. Yeah, because I, I, I want I want to say that um, it's either them or maybe it was Wayne Henderson. It was somebody from, like, another group. I feel that. I feel more that's more of a Wayne Henderson thing than it is yeah. a Champagne thing, because... I don't remember them being produced by a bigger name, but I could be wrong. But I feel like that's more Wayne Henderson. I I'm more I'm leaning more eighty five percent to say that. Okay. okay. But brother Google will tell me. Yeah, I was I was just I was just curious. That was all. Hey man, you're a scholar, man. That's what scholars do. Mm-hmm. What you got next, Brucey B? Um. So what I have next is actually. Uh, he put a lot of people on in his day, and he's a, a legend in his home country and around the world. And today is his birthday. He's not here to celebrate his birthday for himself, so we're gonna we're gonna keep his memory alive. And this is Sugar My Knot um, with uh, his Wicked I Go Feel It LP, nineteen eighty four, I think, on uh, Wacky's Wacky's Records out of Brooklyn, New York. Um, I want to say I played a track off this before, but I'm gonna play. That was that was way back then. And if and it if don't I count, doesn't track, count. it don't count, man. Show started last week, <laughs> man. So if you play a song that you played before, yeah, it don't count. It didn't count, you know. It didn't count back then. That was practice runs. Yeah. So I'm gonna play the title track from this album. It's just a dope, it's just a dope groove. Um, unfortunately, the cover is all moldy and water stained. <laughs> torn up and the no, record go with these covers again there y'all go with these covers again and the record's a little warped but you know it it plays fine you know for the most part so uh i'm happy to have it and i think you all will be happy to hear it so here's sugar my not with wicked i'll go feel it wicked. I know one day you're gonna weep 
to recording equipment or the recording industry. So he was always reaching back and bringing people up. And I know there's still a lot of folks in the game, in the dance hall game, who were uh, put on by Sugar, or put on by Sugar's people. So uh, his legacy is definitely wide. And he did a lot of different styles of reggae, too. He did digital dance hall. He started out doing loops and harmony stuff. So his legend is deep in the game. Do you call that? Is that? I, I grew up hearing that and knowing that as roots reggae. Is that classified as roots? Or somebody was telling me the other day that it's called ska. Like I, I thought ska was more of a punk thing, so I was thrown off. So um, this isn't roots. Um, I don't know what exactly they were calling. I want to. I want to say it's more in a rubber dub style, which is like a kind of. Um, it had like a, a few years run in, in the, like the early 80s. Um, it was just a kind of style of dance hall, really uh, characterized by um, the the ba- the kind of bass lines. Um, yeah, almost almost kind of how like kind of like. Almost like a rolling kind of style to it. So I want to say that's characteristic of the uh, rubber dub style. Um, other cats like Ika Mouse were big on that. Um, Third World was big on that too. Mm. Yeah. So, Ika Mouse was very big on that. So I think. Yeah, I don't know. Well, whatever it is, it's reggae music, whatever subgenre, and it's dope music above all else. So, Indeed. Uh, yeah, there you go. We gotta go feel it. Have it, either of you been to Jamaica? I have not. I have. I have not. Yeah. I love it there. I One love day. it there. You know what? I I, I, I paid a... Um, an employee at the hotel I was staying at to burn me like two CDs. For real? Yeah. I was like, yo, I need that fire. <laughs> That's dope. I'm like, I need that hot, hot now, fire. Now, did and, they give you that fire? Yeah. Okay. It was like, it was on the club tip. Like, yeah. you know, the club bangers. Yeah. Like that, you know, not too many people have heard of uh, out here in the States at the time. This was like in 2013. Wow. But it was money well spent. And I, and it was funny because her facial expression was like, uh, you want me to do what now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but as I cue my next song, actually, um, it's a it's a 45. 45s um, only, y'all. Yeah, man. Um, I get good memories when I just think about this song. Number one, um, for those that don't know, I come from... I guess my background and where I really started within hip hop culture, besides being a listener of the music, was with breaking. Mm. Um, 
AKA break dance, but that's not what we call that shit, but breaking. Um, so I spent a good portion of my life doing that art form. And because of that, at a very young age, I was introduced to a lot of funk and soul and R&B um, that I think probably otherwise I would have never known about. Mm. Um, so last week, Daryl played some Earth, Wind & Fire. Indeed. So, so yes, you did. And, um, and that's why today I'm actually going to play Africano, which is um, uh, within the breaking community. This is one of those classic breaks that the floor is just going to get crowded because wow. everyone's just trying to catch it. Um, and it's just a dope song. Like how how many what other group can you say their instrumentals hit as hard as their regular songs? Only the Isley Brothers. Oh, that's a good one. Oh. Woo. Out the gate. Earth, wind, and fire. Africano. And then this, this was definitely in, in a time in music where you're seeing a lot of the influences of certain instruments and music styles really come uh, to the pop world and being widely accepted and appreciated, actually. Already you see the breakers. Trying to get in the cipher. I love the heavy jazz influence that they, you know, that they break in, that they break out on that track. That's I love that song, man. I love that song. So I'm very, I'm, I'm very interested. Like anytime I hear like, like people like discuss their childhood with music, it, it's beautiful to me, man. Um, so coming into like that world, like what were you primarily listening to? And then you, you said that you were kind of introduced to like um other forms of music you know once you start like catching on to the breaks and whatnot but like what when you first started listening to music like what did you start listening to initially um my my parents were really big on like freestyle music and um some of the early uh house tracks okay um, out of out of new york specifically um and then as a regular younger kid now this is pre this is before 10 yeah after 10 things switched up big time for me because that's when i was just able or was exposed to hip-hop 
and I'm talking about not on the radio hip hop, like yeah. shit that now is certified classic shit, but you would wonder why is a 12, a 10, 11, 12, 13 year old <laughs> girl listening to this? You know, mind you, I had 36 chambers and I was 10 when it came out. For real? Yeah, I had it on tape. So from a young age out that's I just gravitated right. towards um like like a grimy sound. Like I really mm -hmm. connected with it for whatever reason. Um but then because I was also that person who was the like she knows all the social dances. Oh, like that's that Puerto Rican Dominican chick that knows all, how to do that, that, that. Because I would get called out mostly by by black brothers and sisters. They were like, ah, oh, she don't got that, and I'll just start battling. It started like this in school back in the day, and then people would just know or you know categorize me as that girl that that danced all the social dances, and then someone saw me doing it and said hey you should try breaking and in my mind i'm like um i don't know how to flip like and isn't that from the <laughs> 80s like that that, the, that was just like the thought process i had at the time and then um i went with her to like an event um actually it was at a church it was like a hip-hop church i kid you not like the 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 they'll do their service um and it's really geared towards uh young adults was um, it hezekiah walker's church is it what? Was it Hezekiah Walker's church? No, it was called Crossover. Crossover. But it was kind of messed up in the beginning, at least for me. I would just show up after the service. <laughs> I show up after the service because they had an open practice. Okay. Um, eventually, I started going because they, they, you know, you get called out too. You, you know, you're a young, uh, a delinquent just showing up after just to, you know, practice. But anyway, um, uh, then at 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 events and 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 um just jams and and environments where breakers are at you hear a lot of funk and soul and i wasn't exposed to that at at, at least at that age yeah where it's like you can't help but your foot is tapping even if you're not a dancer your 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 head is moving you're feeling that 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 beat just drive you and being ex exposed to bands like that big bands and then also a lot of them um coming from uh, a Latin community that I didn't, at the time, I didn't really know. I'm like, oh, they're, they're you know, they're Cuban, they're African, they're yeah. Puerto Rican, like, they're like me. <laughs> and I don't, yeah. and they're making dope music, and this was like 30, 40 years ago, and I didn't know about it. Like, yeah. it just opened my mind to dope music and also the art of the sample, right? Because there's so much music out there that you would even know that this person took this Part, chopped it up, reversed it, added some reverb here, did that, or just straight up took the, the whole song itself and just redid it and made their own version of it. So be, being in, involved in the breaking scene just opened my mind to so much stuff. And then, you know, you have lockers, you have poppers. Each, each style yeah. within hip hop dance, they have their own preferred music as well. You know, so yeah. that's a whole another show. You could talk about hip hop dance and um, you know the music that has inspired the moves and how it's changed over the years, over the decades. Yeah, because um, I know out, out here it was more like it was more of the poppers and the lockers out here. Yeah. Um, as opposed to maybe, did you guys really have a lot of that up in New York? 
Yeah, I mean, you did? I think L.A. or the West Coast was known for that, like the Radiotron, yes. like poppers, lockers, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but New York, like New York and L.A., is, now in 2021, you're always going to have just dope talent because of the type of cities. Those are the type of cities that gravitate uh, or That's bring right. those people in. Um, I think before YouTube, before like the platforms we're using today, yeah. styles of dance were really you could look at someone and know where they're from based on their style of dance because we only knew what was surrounded what we were surrounded by talent so you're not going to know really what they're doing in la unless you see a video and then you're like whoa yo they're doing that in la that's that la style that's that new york chicago atlanta like whatever city now you have dancers in Japan that look like they came up in the Bronx. <laughs> or look like they came swag. from L.A. It's weird. Yeah, it's crazy. And yeah. it's because now, you know, anyone could just Google whatever. And then they're uh, they're flooded with all this information that before you had to learn under someone. You had mm-hmm. to be trained by someone to learn this p- particular style. But now, you know, the gates are open. So that's why you have people all over the world now um specifically with hip-hop dance that they have this new york or la swag and you're like girl where you from like kazakhstan like what the (laughs) (laughs) and it's true and you got to give those people their flowers too because they're killing it that's right that's so that's another topic but yeah yeah shout out to breaking which you know eventually led me here and eventually led me to just knowing about and being able to enjoy ill music it's so funny that you say that because um everything that i chose today was basically off of regions um what i just played for you was a regional sound that you probably would have got from um the midwest kind of northeast kind of bruce alluded to that sounded a lot like rick james um what i'm getting ready to give you right now is what um new york's r&b sounded like in 1985 i'm getting ready to play the second um, single released by a person that we all know as Keith Sweat on Stadium Records. This was um, well before he had his deal over at Electra. So um, this song is called, this is literally my favorite Keith Sweat song. And it's called My Mind Is Made Up. Uh, let's get a little taste of early Keith Sweat. I remember when he came through B103 and I showed him this record. And um, I remember B103 in Atlanta, that is. Um, and I showed him this record and he was like, damn, I ain't seen that since 1985. And we all kind of just had a laugh. So uh, taste it. Tonight, it's going to be all right. You're looking good. I like a new you. Tonight, it's gonna be alright. You're looking good. I like the new you. Baby, if that's all right, 
Sweat. I love what, what year you said that came out? The year of our Lord, 1985. You know what I'm wow. saying? Yeah. yeah that's, that's um, a jam, and I picked man. this up from um I want it was one of my trips up to New York. Um I I was on um I was on tour with Jimmy Cravity and um but he was signed to Capitol at that time, and we were staying at the Paramount Hotel, and something just told me look up record stores, and that's when I found human head. Uh, and I found this up there, and I was so happy. That's dope, man. Um, yeah. you know, and, and Keith Sweat really had a long reign too as the king of RB until Jacqueline knocked him off his throne. Uh, man, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I, I'm gonna do you like I'm gonna do you like Keith did, Jock. You see, if you've seen that video when the two of them were together, boy, Keith was like. like <laughs> Hey, which I don't know is, man, I mean, Keith's been living in Atlanta for, God, probably a good 30 plus years now, but uh, Keith don't play that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a real GG. Yeah, he's still, his name is still respected in many circles, so yeah. All the record collectors like Jacquees, who, what? Jacquees? Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Right. Um, 21 with no kids. You remember that time? <laughs> now, I actually, I actually don't know the Young Brothers music. I just he I actually know made good music, like his voice. And I had just seen that that video, um, and I, you know, I was hearing the stirring. So, you know, yeah, I, that was I one of our bits all too. over the place, and people were like, "Question." I mean, that's that right? They say um, there. Well, there's a saying. There's a all press or it's good press basically it is yeah. it is so it look, is. we talk about this dude still <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we still are <laughs> um all right so instead of uh overconfident singers we're gonna go to uh, <laughs> uh non non-vocalists um uh, i know i've shared plenty of times before one of my favorite instruments is flute it's probably my uh uh, favorite wind instrument, especially when used in the jazz context, uh, next to tenor sax. Flute and tenor sax are right there. Um, and this flutist, Jeremy Steed, he did one album for the mighty CTI Records, Creed Taylor Incorporated, uh, entitled Firefly. And this is probably his most like commercial date, but I enjoy it. I think it's pretty dope. Um, everything, you know, isn't awesome isn't great on this album but um 
the track I'm playing is. So I'm going to be playing Hopscotch, which features some other jazz greats. Um, so on drums, you got Steve Gadd. On guitar, you got John Schofield. John Schofield played a lot um, on Stevie Wonder stuff during the 70s. Um, Ray Mantia on percussion. Uh, R.I.P., I believe he passed of COVID in oh, 2020. Wow. Um, but yeah, so this is Jeremy Stee. He's one of my favorite flutists. And here is the track Hopscotch, which kind of has like this broken beat vibe to it, I feel. So uh, here we go. Jeremy Steve. <laughs> is 77 so this photo is at least at the latest 77 so you see the influence of hip-hop already quickly going ball city via the subway and uh jeremy steve playing his funky choppy flute i would have grabbed that just by looking at the cover have you ever selected uh, uh you know albums like that like just on the whim like you know what i'm not familiar with this artist yes yeah all the time, all the time. i do it all the time all the time I, I, one of the things uh when i go looking for records often it's like i don't have an idea of what i want when i go out like i don't say like oh i want this album by so-and-so and i'm you know i'm looking for it um i just go and try to find something and usually i'm trying to find stuff that i don't know about you know or don't have a clue about maybe i only know the artist's name or maybe i only know the label or maybe i know the producer or maybe i just like the the uh the musical lineup that's on it, the instrumentation you know and i buy things a lot of times i buy things based off of instrumentation so if I see that somebody's playing flute and somebody's obviously playing drums or bass and piano, like that's a combination I buy any anytime I see it, I would buy it. You know what I'm saying? Or if it's a flute and the vibes, I'm buying it. Or if it's flute and any kind of percussion, I'm buying it. So yeah, I like the flute and I like Jeremy Steve. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I like breakfast. I like how the piano and the flute were in sync um, in that in that tune. And, like he was right; they were right in lock when he said. Yeah, it got that. It got the whole little choppy kind of like broken beat vibe to it. You know, it reminds me. It reminds me of like Kylie Tatum or Vigo, that whole 2000 Black, all, all the all the stuff that comes out on that label. Once again, we're talking about the UK, London town. Yeah, you dropped that joint. Yeah, man, those cats. Man, I, I can't say enough about them cats, man. Monsters. That whole broken beat scene in the early 2000s was Bugs so in the man. attic. Yeah, man, yeah. so special. It um it still sounds fresh it like there's no date stamp it still sounds fresh so maybe i'll i'll have to bust out some of that on the next one you should yeah i think i think i will i think you're getting ready to share what you getting ready i see your face no i i i really appreciate how passionate both of you guys are when it comes to music it's it's dope and I'm lucky to be here. But with that said, if we're going to go based on um, just dope covers, and I'm glad mm. I actually have this by me. Mongo Santa Maria. Hey. Eh, eh, eh. Mongo. Stun on Let's Stun talk on. about this cover, though, real quick. First of all, I would probably wear this outfit. <laughs> and he's looking like the man. He is the man. Look at what's around him. Yeah, yo. <laughs> he's like, look at what's around him. Yeah, he is the yeah. man. Yeah, he, he's definitely the man. Obviously, percussionist, Cuban. Um, one of my favorite congueros, um, bongo yes. players. And the song I'm actually going to play today, We Got Latin Soul, because we do. You dig? You dig? Santa Maria from the working on a groovy thing album. Yeah, fire. You know, fire, that fire, 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 fire. That reminds me of like watching uh, uh early, and I hate black exploitation title, but I mean if that's what whatever. But it just reminds me of watching um like a early movie and then um 
they'll be in like a, a big, beautiful scene where, where someone will be in there performing. And that just sounds like one of those songs that you would hear, like as the artist is performing, you know, because they would feature different artists in those movies, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a beautiful song, man. Yeah. I want that just based on the cover. And now I want, I'm going to add that to my collection. <laughs> the, one of my first 45s that I ever bought was a copy of We Got Latin Soul. I forget what was on the. I forget what was on the B side, but that was one of the first 45s I ever wow. bought when I was a, a wee lad. So I wish I still had it. I have to I have to find that get that album. I don't I don't have that one. Ooh, that yeah. It's it's a it's basically his it's like if he had heard you know songs on the radio, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna give you my version and it's gonna be dope. And it's gonna be iller. Yeah. And I'm going to have all the fine ladies around me on my album cover. <laughs> I like the one in particular, the one that was down with the little with the little twisties. Like she had the little curly, <laughs> you know, I'm still a big kid. Like that's mine <laughs> at the bottom. Her. Yes. Oh, praise the Lord. Yes. <laughs> that's somebody's grandmother. Damn, right you, you, your eyes were like lasered in. Like I saw. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My eyes just it automatically goes. Yeah. I like that. We got Latin soul. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I'm getting ready to give you a little LA soul. Um, All right. This would be, why did I put my screen in the full screen? Um, this would be, boys and girls, this is the wife of um, Dick Griffey. Um, who is Dick Griffey, D? Dick Griffey is the president of Solar Records. What was Solar Records, D? That is Sounds of Los Angeles Records. Um, I know you said it's a Solar Records out now. That ain't the Solar I'm speaking of. I'm speaking of that Solar. Yes. And um, you know, Solar is uh, home to many groups like The Whispers, um, Shalimar, Climax. Well, Climax was on more on the on the other side of the game. Um, Babyface. Babyface had an album over there. Yeah, a lot of different people, man. Dynasty, Lakeside. you know. So, yeah, there you go. Lakeside. Um, a lot of brilliant people were on that label. But um, Carrie Lucas is another one of those. And the song I'm getting ready to play for you, normally I would give you Show Me Where You're Coming From because that video had a bunch of, uh, of lockers and poppers in it. Mm. Um, that video, if you, you go back and watch that video, you'll, you'll love it. Um, or I normally would play rocking for your love, but I think I'm getting ready to play for you today. Is it a dream? Is that what I'm gonna play for y'all? We'll find out. I don't know. <laughs> This is what L.A. sounded like back in those times, too. Man. Yeah, playing men. Oh, <laughs> 
Talk your talk, Carrie. Yes. Show some consideration now and then, fellas. You know what I'm saying? Especially those out here with these beautiful women. Show your consideration, man. You know? Yeah. Don't 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 be so overbearing. So that was a message in the music right there from the beautiful Carrie Lucas. Man. Yeah. Play that for Women's History Month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, this is a very good album from top to bottom. Um, it's actually one of my favorite albums. Uh, it's one of those albums that'll get you dancing. And um, yeah, she's nice to look at too. So yeah. <laughs> that had some very interesting chord um, chords during the verse. Like it wasn't like, I don't know music theory and all like that, but um, it was like a, not like a, uh, not like your standard use of chords. There was definitely some, I don't want to say awkward, but not the norm, not normal changes that you would hear on like a dance orient, oriented track. Um, just real musicians, man, getting down yeah. and just doing what they do. I, I, I appreciate that, man. Um, yeah, I love the spirit of that. Just old L.A. musicians. Um, I mean, you can say that for all musicians all across the world. But of course, I'm going to be a little more biased. But yeah, I, I just love that time of music. Um, I love it. I, nothing else I really could say about it. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So my last joint that I'm going to play is actually one that I hadn't pulled off the shelf uh, probably since I put it on the shelf when I moved into my home. Um, and I kind of I kind of neglect um, like my what I consider like my rock pop and like folk other section, AOR section of my collection. Um, it's not very large, but I don't go back to it that often. And I decided, you know, why not shine some light uh, here on Music is the Key, which, I mean, this is the perfect outlet for it. So uh, this is a Hawaiian group, uh, Calapana. Um, I might not have the correct pronunciation. I don't know what the Hawaiian accent sounds like or what that word means. I'm sorry. I didn't do the knowledge before I presented this. But um, so they, they did a few albums. Um, the, this is independent release, independently released. I think they did three independently released LPs. And somehow I have them. Uh, and I know I didn't find them all at the same time either. So it's kind of. Um, I, it's an oddball in my collection in, in that sense, but it's really, really good. Um, I guess what they would call AOR music, you know, the adult-oriented rock, um, for those who may not be familiar with that term. So, like, the rock part is kind of, um, uh, it, it might sound a little off-puttish, but it's not really like rock as you would think about rock music it's more like uh just groove based like light pop rock almost in a people sense. today call that yacht rock yacht rock yacht rock oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay yeah, that's so, what people call it i know. guess aor is what they used to call it back in the day that's what it was called that's when i was a kid yeah so yeah. you know for radio stations whatnot they would right. call it aor or adult oriented rock so it had it was like soulful jazzy 
like pop grooves, really, basically what it was. And um, there's some just really, really, really good stuff, stuff that still stands the test of time. And I think this is an example of that. And these cats may have not got the light they wanted, but we're going to shine a little light today with Calipana. And the track I'm going to play is called Love Em. Love apostrophe E-M. Love Em. So here's Calipana. I know Bruno's from out there. Um, next time I get a chance to talk around them, I'm going to ask him, is that one of his influences growing up also? Mm. Because did, he, I, did he grow up out in Hawaii? Yeah, he grew up out there. Okay. So I want to, yeah, I'm, I'm really interested to see how big their influence was, you know, out there, um, especially how fly they are coming out of the waves and their hair is not um, the ocean and their hair ain't even wet. You see that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You ain't even, see, you ain't even peeped that, bro. They could probably dance on the water and not get wet. No, 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 no. That's oh, only oh, one person that could I do saw that. Bro. Only, only Mr. Wiggles, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, man, that's only. that. Yeah, that's backyard boogie yogie yogie, bro. No, that ain't that. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, young Blizzle? Um, as Bruce was just playing his last track, it made me um change my mind. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> but it's all it's all good. Um, I was mentioning earlier. Um, as far as my musical journey as a young blaze, I was all about that <laughs> gully gully shit. Um, and I'm still like that today, um, regardless if I listen to all genres of music under the, the rainbow. Um, yeah. With that being said, another 45. Once I started collecting records, I really came to realize how hard it was to really secure um uh 45 hip-hop 45 specifically <laughs> that are in um, good condition um and that are actually tracks that i i would spin mm. um and this is actually something um that was gifted to me when i when i first started uh 
you know, um, being more known, I guess, for rocking more vinyl events. Um, but with that being said, let's listen to Black Moon, I Got You Open. Mm. Intro. Woo! Original book. Original head. Doing it like this. Classy. This is the remix, by the way. the instrumental but it's still dope <laughs> my bad hey we can flip it if you want to yeah flip it, flip if it you over you need to hear the you need to hear the bars yeah turn I'm it, flip it over, over. you need to hear the bars how my many bad. times have i done that on this show uh it, it you know when in the practice runs bruce <laughs> <laughs> rewind we can't hear you brother bruce we can't hear you you need the intro Funny replay. Funny replay. Turn it back to the next time. Head. 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 From the beast, at least I catch a buzz before I hit my block. I take a mega hit from the on the good ship. Lollipop, move the hop so I can put the hip in the grip. Everybody slip so I can take a trip to the dip. Dig a deep, a whole microphone control with soul. Look at my hot eyes and tell me how could you be cold? I'm coming to you from the underground with thunder sound. Number one question, yo, how can I be down? Well, I tell you, bring your lighter and roll your finger. Back up on your lighter so you see the fire singer. Fall from left to right, then from the back, herbal verbal letters give the mic contact. React whenever I keep the head scope. Ah, uh, don't front, you know I got you open. Don't front, you know I got you open. It's the original heads me, original crooks. Don't front, you know I got you open. Check my dialect from my diaphragm, my man. Black Moon. You just just took me back with that one, man. I had a girlfriend (laughs) from New York and she used to bump that all the time. Yeah, I used to love that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Rec Records, Black Moon. I got your open remix and the instrumental, which is always, I mean, I wish more um, artists and producers would release uh, instrumentals, you know, back in the day. That was just, that's what it was when you got records, singles specifically. It's very yeah. helpful. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, hip hop, hip hop. You know that last week was Hip Hop Appreciation Week and I had no idea. And you were giving us a lot of hip hop last week. Yeah, man. I, I played a Lore Finesse um, featuring Karis One, No Gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that was last week. That was nice. Yeah, man. Well... Today, I'm going to give you a little gospel R&B lesson. All right. Little Cedric and the Haley Singers, better known as KC Haley. <laughs> ah! And, um, suit. Oh, man. 
it's so cool because on, on this album, I have another album of him. I'll pull it up after we finish. That's unprofessional of me, Daryl. Um, but on this song, on this song, um, KC is actually singing the lead or Cedric Haley. Um, you also have leads on this album from Jojo and a lead from a gentleman by the name of um, Timothy Moore. As a child, I was actually able to uh, catch them singing, um, uh, going out, catching them. I think I caught them in Atlanta um, as a kid, um, just singing and, you know, giving praises to the Lord. And I wanted to be like young little Cedric here, you know. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and do this right now. Name of this song is called Away With The Lord. And I'll find that other record, too. Young KC. church with the church in choir and not like have pipes you have to <laughs> especially when you you know when you're the face of these groups and um this album came out in 85 this was the second album and here was the original one yeah man yeah man i love it. he had that power as a young man you can yeah. see the power you know how strong he was he was singing man um that's beautiful, man. That's Jojo. If you hear the songs with Jojo, you'll really be like, whoa. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they have some some voices. And I even have um the the Great family, which is Devontae and Dalvin. Um, I have some records from them when they were young. And man, you could hear um a young Devontae, you know, playing. Like you could hear his influences, man. So yeah. So by the time they came around as Joe see, I'm looking at them like, yo, I, I remember these guys, you know. But I remember them, you know, like just touring around, you know, uh, my mother taking me out to uh, my mother was big on going to uh, gospel concerts in the South. She was big on that. So, yeah. So my, my uncle's from um, North Carolina. Um, 
top top sail beach far far like pretty far south north carolina as you can go and um he's a he's a pastor now well he's been involved with the church his whole life your big uncle boy with barbecue the, sauce big there. boys barbecue sauce which i have here we can plug it um, keep going but his <laughs> his favorite r&b group was jodeci so every time i hear what? jodeci or anything involved it just um reminds me of him and, and it's just and funny to versa. hear that you, that his favorite r&b group was jodeci but he's a pastor yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> it's, that, it's the duality, you know? I yeah. think about freaking duality you. <laughs> um, That's my jam. Yeah. Devontae sang. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> um, we love your uncle, man. Shout out to your uncle, man. Yes, yes. This barbecue sauce is, is wonderful, Blaze. <laughs> like, wonderful. I'm all Wonderful. about that. I love hot sauces and barbecue sauces, sauces in general. I'm with Wait. it. I need to try it. When this gentleman, yeah, yeah, I, I will personally send you a bottle over there, Blaze. When Yay. this gentleman, when Bruce told me his uncle had barbecue sauce, I jumped on that thing so quick that thing got to me very fast, very fast. So shout out to your uncle, man. Yeah, and it's also part of my 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 father's family is from North Carolina. Um, the G, the Jeter in my last name. I'm, mm. I'm Is a Jeter in your there. last name, like as in Derek Jeter? Um, with a G, with a G. Yeah, we're like that the Jeter. Yeah, that, that that J, I don't know where that come from. <laughs> I don't know where that come from. The G is the OGs, but yeah. So my family's originally from North Carolina. You have family in New York too. Half of New um, York is from well, like half of a lot of New York is from the Carolinas. I I don't. I don't have family from New York. Mm. No, not 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 blood family. Mm. So. Yeah, I know so many people from New York that they'll say, "Oh man, I'm going down south to, to go with my grandmother." So why do y'all? Yeah, migration, <laughs> migration pattern. I, I'm hearing a question. Why do y'all? So I'm feeling like it's going to be directed towards. Well, me because no, I can't direct that one to you because a lot of your family's not from the Carolinas, right? No, your family's from the Dominican and from Puerto Rico, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of uh, brothers and sisters I know they they did not like the South, but their grandmothers and aunties was from the South. So I was like, why do y'all don't like the South so much? It was different. That's it's a different day and age now, though. Everybody things, loves everybody. Things are a little more. Um, as time goes on, things become less regional. It's less. It's no regional anymore. Exactly not, what I was saying earlier. Down like that anymore. So. Yes, yeah, no regional anymore. Everything is one sound. Uh, I was thinking about this a lot, uh, especially like with the advent of radio of of, of like uh, radio conglomerates like iHeart, um, that just made everything all once. And I worked for them before, so um, who cares? But um, I don't like the fact that everything is one universal sound. There's no region. You could go to New York and you could hear a sound. You could go to Cincinnati and hear a sound. Tennessee, the Carolinas, uh, Mississippi, Texas, L.A. Everything sounds the same now all, 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 all around. So, you know, finding good music is very uh, you really got to dig for it now. And I think that that that's what separates, you know, people right now. People say it's not good music, but it's a lot of good music. You just really got to. You know, have an open ear, you know, to what's going on. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of good music for sure. It's just it's it's hard 
um, even as somebody who searches for music on the regular, it's hard because there is just so much. It's a lot to have to, you know, to search for, you know, you know, digging through different avenues to find music, you know, because it's a time related thing, too. That's true. You know, it takes time to listen to music. You know what I'm saying? It's not just like, oh, okay, new song, you know, I'm just going to pull it out. No, I got to listen to it, assess it. So, uh, but there are a lot of people doing that same exact thing. And that's why you have, um, you know, the same sound in multiple places because not all DJs, but some DJs get caught up in that radio cycle. This is what I have to play. And the people that are feeding that cycle have control of it. You know how, you know, things work. That's where I go back to like the, the iHearts who own most of the radio stations in America. They just program a list and they send these lists out to all stations and mm-hmm. whatever the standard is. What is it? Uh, the Drake, the Migos, the Cardis right now. Um, you get some her thrown in there. Um, you know, some Megan. Um, you know, they throw a couple other little artists, uh, Rowdy Riches and stuff like that. You'll get those artists, but there are so many other like um perfect example is um through the show that runs on they may be they might be taping called Untitled. Uh, my niece, she's 21 20, 21 years old. Um please forgive me, TR. But she puts me onto a lot of RB music, man, that I would ordinarily be like, I don't know about that. I had to get past the names, to be honest with you. You know, it's just an older bias. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, uh, yo, yo, what is this? But, you know, it's like you just can't judge a book by its cover. You really have to, like, you know, just give things time. And, you know, you just have to have an open ear. So I say that to all of my uh, people in my group of age, you know, who just feel like, oh, ain't no good music. It's plenty of good music. Like, like Bruce said, though, you just got to dig. Or if you don't want to dig, then you just gotta you gotta <laughs> lean on the right people. Yeah. You know. Nah, let's get past the leaning on stuff, y'all. Cause that's what I think that's what's making people lazy with the music, to be honest with you. What you mean? People are just leaning on if you just leaning on me, then what you're gonna get from me is a is a funky sound. If you're leaning on Bruce, you might just get a no man, just like search for your like lean on these people, but search for yourself. What? Well, everybody everybody doesn't have time to do that. Yeah. And everybody's not interested enough to do that. Everybody's yeah. not as into it as we are. You know, that's I got you, I got you. I got that's why I'm saying like people have oh, that hurts my heart. Find people to lean on. Cause we're like, okay, I know you, I know you know your thing, so I'm gonna come to you. You know what I mean? For for I wanna find some new music to listen to, you know. So that's what people that's what people do, you know, and that's what we're supposed to be um purveyors of sound you know giving people context giving little backstories you know that's what we do here music is the key we talk about why we love something where it may have come from um and and these different things so it helps give a little bit of context to people um who are just listeners you know they're not necessarily overly critical listeners they're not you know uh necessarily historians or musicologists they just want to hear something that you know, they like, so you gotta, you know, that's, that's where we come in by, by, um, uh, parading or not parading, um, by, you know, putting on for the music that we enjoy as individuals, what moves us, the certain sound, the particular sounds that move each one of us. 
And then, you know, we're out there for other people to then, you know, look at and say, hey, you know, I dig that. I dig that. I dig that, you know. If anyone wanted to know what the definition of a DJ is, that's the definition. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Like straight up, that's exactly what the definition is, because, you know, you you hear and you see a lot like push, push, push button DJs and, you know, all that stuff. And. I'm going to just play my playlist and it's basically what this DJ does, blah, blah, blah. But that's why I was saying what I was saying. It is our responsibility to, um, even if it it is a more commercial gig, to to drop those little gems throughout your set and still introduce people to new artists or new music that they maybe have never heard before um, and sprinkle that in um, if you can. It's, It's important. Um, especially now there's millions and millions and millions of songs, not even, you know, yeah. the, the, the most, uh, dedicated music purveyors have that much time to listen to everything that's pushed out there and put out there. You know what I'm saying? So you just, what you just said is exactly the reason why I said we shouldn't just rely on people because everybody that has the title quote unquote DJ like you said, they're they're not digging for the same. A lot of the DJ. Sometimes I have to correct. I have to be quiet because I know a lot of the DJs in the, in today's get down man. It, they're literally like you said. They're just taking more of the corporate route and they're playing the same old same old that you hear everywhere else. That's why I was saying you shouldn't just rely alone on. Um, a person just to give you music, but I understand what both of you guys are saying, and we're all saying the same thing. Oh, bless the Lord! <laughs> well, you know that that's just where that's just where integrity comes in. You know, yeah. from from the people who are putting the music out or or putting people on the music. Yeah, and then and then on the other side of that, you know, uh, uh, the people who want the music have to have trust that you know has that's to be true. able to trust that the people they're looking to are operating with integrity so you know it's 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 both both sides you know what i'm saying that's true we just gotta we just gotta be true be be true to ourselves and um you know each one teach one you know closing thoughts sister blaze um what he said (laughs) no but i mean it's so true and it's kind of like a double-edged sword um as far as like sometimes you get paid good money to do these corny ass gigs that's right. Right. <laughs> and can you can you blame a DJ that's that's struggling financially just to make ends meet and no. not and not getting, you know, maybe uh, a, a gig for an audience that's more open to certain uh, or other forms of music other than what's, you know, popping in clubs and on the radio because of this whole music system? Yeah. Um, just got to be versatile nowadays. But. With that being said, yeah, that's that's my final thought. I'm, I'm gonna go off tangent here. Yeah, I would yeah. too, cause I, I I have so much more, and uh, you know what? In a future episode, we actually could touch on that, cause yeah, I have so much more. I could go in into that, but yeah, that's somewhere else. Um, it's Taco Tuesday, and I <laughs> promised some people that I would be uh, uh stopping by. Um, so I got to get ready to make a couple moves. But um, um, who wants to close us out today? I, I, this was a really a great show. All right, so this has been another edition of Music is the Key, episode 18, episode two, 19, excuse me, two. No, we're, we're, start, we're starting anew. We, hey, whatever happened in the past, the past, baby. 
19 years. <laughs> and, you know, we're, we're, we're brand new 19 here. 19-2. You know? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we hope you all enjoyed. You know, we had, uh, you know. Oh, what did everybody play? What did everybody play before we, yeah. Yeah, Bruce, play, show us your records real quick. So I played in reverse order. Uh, Sugar My Not, Wicked I Go Feel It, Bullwacky's Records, 1980-something, five. Marcos Valley, Brazilians on Warner Brothers Records, 1966, let's say. Uh, Calapana, uh, this is a uh, private press Hawaiian record, 1976, with the o AOR vibes. And I opened up, no, I did not. I definitely, okay, I did not go in the right order. I mixed these around, but it's okay. <laughs> Jeremy Steed, his Firefly album, I played Hopscotch. So, yeah, those are my tracks. All right, for Ms. me, Blake. in reverse order, hopefully I don't mess this up, but um, Black <laughs> Moons, I got your open remix. I started with the instrumental, but then I flipped it, and then we heard the real thing. Um, then I actually... One of the illest covers. Yes. <laughs> Of all time, where Daryl has a crush on this woman right here. I do. Mongo Santa Maria. We got Latin Soul got Latin off of the soul. Working on a Groovy Thing album, I believe 1976. Yeah, that was the year I was born. I'm uh, old. I also play Dr. Buzzard's original Savannah band because Bruce mentioned it last week, and you know, I play Sun Showers which is uh, one of my faves. Um, and then obviously go sampled and all that good stuff, I think. Oh no, oh yeah. I played some Earth, Wind and Fire. That's um, right. 45, Africano. Shout out to all my B-girls, B-boys out there. And yeah, that's what I played today. I kicked off my uh, my set, my set. I kicked off mine with uh, Champagne Whiplash. Um, the next song I shared for everyone was, uh, uh, I said it with a lisp, with, uh, was uh, My Mind is Made Up by Keep Sweat, 1985. Um, I followed that up with uh, <coughs> Carrie Lucas, Men. And um, I closed out with Little Cedric and the Haley Singers, Away with the Lord. Oh, bless the Lord. That's what we did. All right. That was fun tonight, y'all. And this has been another edition of Music is the Key. You know, yep, coming yep. at you from all angles. You know, myself, Bruce Phillips, Chaotic Blaze, our brother Daryl. Uh, you can follow us on IG. You see our, our handles. Uh, and yeah, you know, this, this is where we're at every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. This has been a They Might Be Taping production. Yeah. Peace. All right. Have a good Memorial Day, guys. Oh, that's this weekend? Yep. Oh, Lord. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs>